Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello, beautiful ladies, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we, oops, I just like knocked my ring, sorry. Um, Today we have got an interview, which I actually recorded a while ago, and I have just been, I don't know why it's taking me so fucking long to upload. I just have like other juicy things to upload. Um, But this is an episode that I brought, it was for a cacao and convos, and I brought Lisa from Holy Mountain on. Now, if you've been to any of my Australian events, you would have gotten the Holy Mountain beautiful adaptogenic little packages as samples in your goodie bags, and um she is talking to us about like a nice little beginner's guide to adaptogens, what they actually are, how they support your body, what they do, and some nice ones to start off with on your journey. If you've been wanting to try out some adaptogens, get into that witchy archetype and just like play with things a little bit more and really, really just kind of explore and experiment with your body. It's fun. I love using adaptogens. Um, so I hope you enjoyed the podcast and, um, because I do love adaptogens and a really nice way to get into that witchy version of ourselves and also help with stress, help with sleep, help with the beta a million and one different things. Um, we are going to be having some delicious cacao elixirs at the New York event. Instead of a champagne arrival, it will be cacao arrival. So you will get a cacao on arrival spiked with a brilliant combination of adaptogens to boost your energy, really open your heart space and get you all into the feminine vibes for each of the days at the New York event. Um, and we're going to be having just so many delicious treats there that are really going to help you get the most out of your experience. And because they're fun, they're witchy and why the fuck not so i hope you enjoy the um the episode and if you haven't already gotten your tickets to the new york event there is only a few more days to get your early bird i'm sorry not early bird i keep saying early bird smart woman ticket price and then the prices will go up by 500 um so make sure that's 500 us so make sure that you jump on this deal whilst you can and of course the very important women tickets are also available which gives you a dinner with me you get a massage you get your hair done and you get your makeup done and you get a beautiful welcome pack that will be sitting in your hotel room when you arrive in the beautiful big apple i oh my god i'm just like so fucking excited i'm going to new york soon to start prepping some things and meeting some people and looking at the event space in person so i am really fucking excited one of my managers is going to fly out with me and we're going to create a really fun video as well which i cannot wait for so I will see you guys on the other side of the episode and enjoy. Hey, Lisa. Hi. <laughs> Everyone, this is Lisa. So today we're obviously doing a cacao and convos. Oh, what are you drinking, Lisa? I am drinking some warm almond milk with cacao and magic mushrooms, cinnamon and ginger yum. and honey. Oh, yum. And I've got a bone <laughs> because I was like, if I have cacao... Uh, okay. I'm going to stay awake because I've got a bit of jet lag and it's sleeping like a baby, but I'm waking up. So anything that is going to affect my sleep cycle, I'm just like, I'm not up for it right now. Not not available. Okay. Okay. So we will jump straight in. So Lisa's got an amazing brand called Holy Mountain and I posted a bit about it because I use your stuff on my Instagram. What's the glow one that is yours? What's it called? Universal, Universal glow. That shit. 
I remember messaging you being like, yeah. I don't know whether it's this or something else, but my skin is glowing. I know, glowing. so good for skin, yeah. What's in that one? Yeah, so that one has Cisandra, it's got Shatavari, Maca, it's got, oh my God, what else? That's three, and it's got... Um, so Shisandra. yes. That one. What? Because I actually am taking a liquid one of that one now for my liver after my surgery I've just had. Yes. What do you feel like is the best properties of Shisandra? Um, yeah, for your liver, for sure. It's like the best liver adaptogen. Um, it's really great at protecting and helps to regenerate and heal liver cells. Um, it's a really like balancing herb. Um, and it also helps other herbs that it's paired with use more effectively, efficiently in your body. Yeah. Really good for energy flow and yeah. Oh my God. When I started taking Shisandra, I was like rocket fuel. Like it was literally really like, I don't, it was honestly, it got to the point where I had to stop taking it for like, I wasn't, I didn't allow myself to have it every day because it was like someone had shoved a rocket up my ass. The energy (laughs) is Same, like it was so dangerous. Yeah. However, I've noticed that I nearly finished the bottle of it, and I've noticed that it's not having the same effect. Do you reckon you can become like immune to them, or maybe it was like I don't. It was not something else because it's like the exact same as what I always do. Like my elixir not making me like bounce off the ceiling anymore. Like they. I don't know. I guess it could be also like just the change in what's going on in your life as well. Um, but yeah, I guess you can kind of become not immune to it, but just your hormones are becoming more balanced. Everything's kind of leveling out. Mm-hmm. Adaptogens kind of help the peaks and valleys in like your mood and energy and kind of just help balance everything. Okay. So that's probably what's going on. Well, that makes sense. Everyone, including myself, is going through like an up level. So yeah. it's all been like a little bit tired and mellow. So I feel like no amount of Shisandra is going to give me that peak right now. Yeah. Um, which makes <laughs> which makes sense. Um, with the peaks and the troughs, actually, I wanted to ask. So obviously, if you're not addressing the root cause of like mm. your stress or your liver health or whatever, no amount of mm. mushrooms are going to fix it. However, can you exactly. explain to us mm. though? the way that it does sort of help with the stress and the ups and downs. Cause even I'm like, I, I love the terminology around mm. that. Yeah. So it, what it does is acts upon your central nervous system, your immune system, and it regulates your hormones. So kind of things that would have been really stressful to you previously, it kind of, it helps you resist stress and helps in your response to that helps you adapt to stressful situations. Um, basically like they were kind of discovered. I mean, they've been used for like thousands of years in like ancient Indian and Chinese medicine. Um, but the term like adaptogen, um, and the like official classification of the herbs, um, came about in like the late 1940s, um, by Russian scientists um, they were trying to develop a performance tonic for their like military and elite athletes. And they studied thousands of herbs and they came up with, I think it was tw- like 12 at the time. 
that they found to have these adaptogenic properties to help your body manage and resist stress. So all adaptogens lower stress. So cool. Yeah. So what were the 12? So we can all become military people. (laughs) Military people. I don't know what they're like the original 12 are because now it's like kind of expanded a bit more to about 20 but you know the big ones are Susandra, ashwagandha reishi um what's that like um ginseng um cordyceps yeah like they're like the really big ones cool okay there's so many Amazing. So if someone has got really, really bad stress for like from their work, for example, how would mm. have an elixir in the morning? Oh, because I think one of the questions somebody asked was like the best way to take them. So, so I take them. Yeah. yeah. So what I always do is I always put them in my elixir because yeah. it's more so if your body can absorb it faster. It doesn't get like killed by their stomach acid or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So... The best way to take it, which might not be the most delicious way to take it, would just be tinctures, like as a yeah, I never like or like powder just in warm water. So dissolve it in warm water and take it plain, because then it's not being and on on an empty stomach, so it's not being impacted by what's sitting in your stomach. What what other like you know other herbs you're putting with it? Um, Coffee can also affect it. So. You know, you could take it by itself with like a bit of honey even or maybe in some juice. That's like probably the best way to like get it in your system without having, yeah, those side effects of taking it with food. I always call it, you know, like (laughs) tinctures that just smell so bad. Yes. You get used to them after a while, right? But, oh, my God, two things. Firstly, we, we, like when I was living at home, like mum and I would always have our fucking tinctures and we called yeah. it food juice because it literally <laughs> was like, it was tasted so gross. Yeah. And the second thing I remember after one of my, one of my operations, I was taking yeah. so many fucking liquid herbs to like flush yeah. them out. And I was making yeah. this guy one time and he was like, you smell like a naturopathic, uh, a naturopath oh. lab. And I was like, you are an asshole. <laughs> like I am. No. Yeah. I was- you feel like. If you take a lot of herbs, it can like the smell can like seep through your pores. Yes. I remember last year I got really sick, like with the flu, and like I never get sick. And I went and um, saw a naturopath and he made me up a tincture because I wasn't making them at that stage. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this one's going to taste so bad. I'm like, don't worry. I take so many herbs. I don't care about how it tastes. And it literally was like cigarette butts. Like I was swallowing cigarette butts. It was so bad. And like even putting it in like a full glass of water, I just was struggling to get it down. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's not cool. Actually, random side note with this. I hope my friend doesn't hate me for saying this on the podcast, but I'm not going to name her name. One of my friends got a bacterial infection from having – she got really sick and then she's like, oh, I'll be responsible and take some of my liquid herbs. Mm -hmm. And they were past their use by date, so she got a really bad bacterial infection. And the diarrhea was explosive. Mm. Like she had a spicy bum hole because her bum hole was like on fucking fire from pooing so much. <laughs> what? How do you get, I'm actually very interested to know, how yeah. do you get a bacterial infection? Mm. Like off her. 
I've like actually never heard of that. I don't know, like because tinctures, if they're made with alcohol, like they can last for years. Like alcohol is such an amazing like preserving agent. Like, and that's kind of why it, it's kind of the best solvent to you. It's not the only reason, but yeah, I've never. Maybe if it was like made from like not alcohol, like a glycerin or or something, they go off. I think a bit faster. But I've never heard of anyone like being sick from taking like off herbs. I just think they kind of like degrade in potency over time. Yeah, who knows? Um, what yeah, <laughs> who knows? She, she. I was really forcing her to surrender with life, so I feel like that was another universal message where the universe just like somehow gave her a bacterial infection from her herbs. Who knows? Anyway, speaking about alcohol and the um, whatever you use as like the solvent thingy. Um, one of, the, one of the questions that was asked was how uh, can alcohol and water solvable components products differ? I don't know what she meant to write. I know who wrote this, my friend Madeline. Basically, mm-hmm. alcohol or water, yeah. can they affect the healing properties? Yes. Okay. So, like, basically with alcohol, oh, with water, you can't extract all of the constitutes and the compounds, like active ingredients in the herbs. Like with a tea, you're kind of like, you're steeping it for like five, 10 minutes. You can get some vitamins and minerals and that from a tea and from water, but alcohol kind of gets a more. And because when you make a tincture, it's got alcohol and water in it. So you're getting like a really full bodied, potent, um, you know, tincture. So you can, you just reap better benefits from that and it's more concentrated. So you don't have to take as much. Um, but you know, I love teas. They're amazing. I like drink I've tea. I've never had a, a tea. A what? I've never had a tea as in like adaptogenic. Is that what we're talking about? Can you buy like adaptogenic? Uh, okay. I thought we were talking about like kind of tinctures, like, or just extracting through herbs. So like, Oh, I don't know what we're talking about. Herbs. This is just a question. Okay. Was so let's go through the whole thing. That's what I thought it meant. Okay. So, okay. So you can get teas. Okay. Now, no, like, you know, when you drink a tea, just yeah. a tea. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought we were talking about. Like tea leaves, like okay. herbal dried herbs or fresh herbs. And you put it in water and drink a tea. Got it. Okay. So that's what I, that whole thing about like, even um like dried oh, herbs. Oh, like ex- uh yes yeah okay it's kind of I think they use both my the mushrooms that I use use a dual extraction method so that's using water and alcohol so it's it's actually the same you're getting more of a full-bodied um you're getting all the compounds from the herbs some constitutes aren't water soluble so water cannot pick up any of the essential oils, any of the alkaloids and resins found in the herb. So that's um, how you can get the powder extract, but also when you're making tinctures. I feel like that's confusing, but does that make sense? Kind of. So what's the best way to get them then? Well, using both because then you get all of the compounds out okay so is it better that I take so fuck teas they don't give you as much and <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it better that I have yeah. powder herbs mm-hmm. in like 
a glass of water or elixir or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or is it better that I take tinctures? Because I've heard that powdered stuff, um, everybody excuses the dog, it's fine. I know. We're, we're, we're on a real podcast, it's real life, it doesn't matter. Dogs are cute. Um, is it better that I take a powdered um, herb or is it better that I take a tincture? Like what's more effective? Because I've heard that with powders, mm-hmm. they're 70% less potent or less effective than a liquid. 70% less potent than a liquid. Um, I have like, like is one more bioavailable than the other? No, like it's, you're basically, the powder is the herb or the root just dried and ground down into a powdered form. Okay. Or if it's a hard mushroom like chaga mushrooms, you would use a dual extraction method of alcohol and water to extract the compounds from the mushroom and then it's dried into a powder like really quickly, oh, like oh, so now fast I- so you don't lose the properties. Okay. So that's kind of the difference there. And then with the tincture, you're just steeping the whole root or the whole leaves of a herb and putting that in the alcohol or water or vinegar liquid for about six weeks to extract all of that not just in water that wouldn't work but with the alcohol um, for six weeks and that pulls out all the constitutes medicinal properties from the herbs so it's kind of the same in a way okay that's probably wrong but all right no that's perfect that's what that's that was the answer that I was looking for amazing sorry no don't be sorry that was awesome okay cool thank you so um one of the things I did want to ask like what do you feel like are the like top three or four or five easy ones that we can all be taking that Mm -hmm. are helpful for our cycles so stress oh great yeah all that jazz yeah, so I guess we've spoken about Cisandra for liver, but that's also really good for hormone balance as well. Um, probably the best herb for like overall optimal health and especially for the female reproductive system and hormone imbalances is Shatavari. Um, it's we use the root that's in Universal Glow. Um, it basically is, it supports a, like women all through all stages of their cycle from when you start menstruating all the way through to menopause. Oh. It helps with like contracep- contraception, conception. <laughs> would that be good? Yeah, this like, mushroom won't get you pregnant. Like, yeah. pregnant. Yeah, that would be amazing. Exactly. And like postpartum health, it helps with the flow of breast milk. Um, oh, wow. Uh, it's it's really amazing it supports fertility um and it helps to balance our hormones helps pms symptoms um what was that called again that one shatavari okay cool it's an ayurvedic herb um and also i've read that rhodiola um that is also there's been some studies that shown that that can help restore like people who've lost their period, lost um, menstruating anymore, can help restore it back. Um, so, yeah, that, those are probably the good two for hormone balance. Also, this isn't an adaptogen, but um, red raspberry leaf, like oh, as yeah. a tea or something, I find that, like, really, really good um, 
I kind of, I tend to take that like around my period and that just kind of helps with, yeah, PMS symptoms a lot. And it's really relaxing kind of taking a tea. Where can we buy red raspberry tea? I've actually never had it before. I know a lot about it, but I've never had it. Yeah, I've kind of bought it in bulk, but I think you'd be able to get it off like iHerb. Oh, yeah. For like a good organic tea. You can get it kind of in larger quantities there probably. Yeah, iHerb, yeah, it's really good. Whenever Um, I can't find something, I go there. (laughs) Oh, my God, me too. I know it's the freaking best. Um, So before you said that um, you shouldn't have coffee with – some of the adapters that can like alter the thing. Why is it that some brands then then have like a blend with coffee? Put them together. I know. I think it's like it's okay, but like if if what you're kind of looking for out of adaptogens, like say with reishi mushrooms, that's a really good calming adaptogen and for balancing and kind of grounding and centering you, and kind of then having that with coffee that's really stimulating is kind of like you're not going to get what you're wanting out of that if that's what you're looking for. Um, That's kind of just why I said that, you know, people dealing with stress a lot and you're taking all these herbs but it might not be working because, you know, you're drinking, I don't know, four coffees a day. So, of course, you're not calm and you still can't sleep. So um, that's kind of why I mentioned the coffee thing. That makes total sense. Yeah. With sleep then, what do you feel like are the best ones for sleep? Like obviously ashwagandha. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Ashwagandha is the best. I think even reishi and kind of because all adaptogens help you with stress. So just basically by lowering your stress levels, it will help you get to sleep hopefully at night. Um, but for herbs for sleep, I kind of, I don't use as many adaptogens. I kind of just use different herbs that are more sedating, sedating, um, nerving herbs. Like I find I've made a sleep tincture. It's got like valerian root in it, passion flower and hops. They're all just, um, they kind of like help that you know, when your brain is just looping and you can't stop thinking oh, at night, yeah. it kind of, it helps that. It's been amazing. Yeah. Okay. When are your tinctures coming out again? Two, three weeks, you said. Yeah, it's two, three weeks. So, cool. so it'll be out. It'll be out. I'll release this once they're out. So yeah. it'll be out sometime. early June. Awesome. Yeah, amazing. I'm so excited to try them. Okay. Any other ones for sleep? Um, those are Skullcap. Is really good. That's good for sleep as well. Um, adaptogens in terms of sleep, like there's no adaptogen that's going to sedate you to fall asleep. Yeah. It'll calm you, but it's not going to like, you know, kind of actually knock you out, make you sleepy. Yeah. 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 That'd be good yeah. if we could find one like Definitely that. Ashwagandha. A sleeping pill for the plane. I was yeah. on the plane actually yeah. flying back from New York and I was talking to this guy. I'm sure you get this when you're having conversations with people and they're like just so not into health and they're yeah. like, oh, I'll just have two wines and a sleeping pill and you'll be good. And I'm like, that is not how I roll like at all. I'm more like some lavender oil and meditation, but that's cool. Yeah. Um, oh I think if we could get it, if we could find a herb that sedated us for long plane trips or whatever that would be amazing yeah well I'm gonna I'm taking my sleep tincture for my trip to Japan on the weekend so I'll let you 
know how it goes if it like knocks me out for the whole trip. <laughs> yeah, please do. Okay. So with that question before about the coffee stuff and Samville putting them together, um, does stevia alter anything? Um, I don't think it would alter anything. I just typically, I mean, just me personally, I try to avoid um, stevia. I guess like I just would prefer honey. I kind of like to take things that are more like in their whole form or like an extract of their whole form. I just find, you know, because you want to be careful about how much sugar you're, that you're intaking. And I feel like just honey has you know a lot of other health benefits as well and or like really good quality maple syrup or something like that so because I just don't personally use stevia I don't know too much about I don't think it wouldn't have any effect on their absorption okay Mm. with um other brands and stuff like obviously the reason why I the reason why I really like your one is you don't yeah. have stevia in it. There are some yeah. uh, brands, actually, particularly the American ones, where mm. I like I tried some when I was lost, or no, not when I was lost in New York time before that this year, um, and yeah. I actually could not drink them at all because they were so mm. sweet. I felt so sick after having them. Now, obviously, I have absolutely yeah. no sugar in my diet whatsoever, so to me it was, like, ridiculously yeah. sweet. Um, what are... Mm. Um, I mean, I, I don't want, like, we can't name brands, but how do you know a good yeah. brand versus a bad brand? Mm. The reason why I like yours is that obviously it's a small Melbourne brand, so it's all like I know it's really good and it's literally just ground up adaptogens and herbs and mushrooms. It's not full yes. of stevia or any other crap. Yeah. So, yeah, basically I think that's what people should do. I think just... I kind of do your research into brands before you're going to like invest your time and money by taking them, like look at their website, their values, what they stand for, and even like contact them and ask some questions if you have any, I think is like a really good thing. We get a lot of questions and I, yeah, I respond to them all. Um, I think that's the best way you can really gauge what a brand is like. So I also organic really important. Yeah, yeah. I kind of try to stick with certified organic or wild harvested, okay. which means it's not certified. So wild harvested isn't certified organic, but like say the mushrooms I use aren't certified organic, they're wild harvested. That's because they're grown like in mountains in their original, like is where they're meant to be grown. Yeah, so away from pollution, it's not irritated, irritated. Irrigated? Yeah. 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 Um, And basically the people that are cultivating this don't, they would never be able to get certified. You know what I mean? Like they don't have that. Oh, yeah. It's the same as like. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same as like even like the meat industry and what I say about like some of like those little farms around here and people are asking about organic. It's like yeah. organic can still be like organic pesticide, organic corn. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a lot of those smaller family owned businesses that are so pure and so clean. They can't afford mm-hmm. that certified organic. Yeah. It's so freaking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, exactly. So at the for yeah, wild harvested, certified organic when you can. And just, you know, like read the labels and if there's, ingredients on there that you don't recognize that don't sound like a food like you know just maybe don't get 
look into it a bit yeah. further. And then, um, like, the sugars and stuff. Yes. So many of have sugar in them, which I legit, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, it's like the coffee thing. I'm like, yeah. I don't think this is healthy then. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you get more, just, Yeah, you go, sorry. No, I just, I guess they're just trying to make it so you can just, for ease, like, add it to water and go. Yeah. It's like, I feel like you can just add your own sweetness to your level of preference. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, what are some of the questions that you often get emailed about Ooh, that, we, that yeah. my listeners might like to know? Yeah. Um, I've been asked about our extraction methods uh-huh. um, for the mushroom, which I kind of already went through. Yeah. And, like, um, what's the difference between, like, a whole herb ground down and an extraction? So, you know, when so there's turmeric, but then people get curcumin supplements, which mm-hmm. is the active ingredient in turmeric. So that's been, that active ingredient has been taken out and just isolated. So, I, like, I believe that you should be taking like the whole herb um, or an extraction of the entire herb um, because there are other compounds in it that bind to those active ingredients. They should be taken all together in the body. That's just, yeah, what I think. So I've been asked about that. I get, I do get asked a lot about like, will, will this um, blend help with this like X symptom? So I can't really like, I just, I can't offer advice on that because I'm not like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an naturopath. I can't advise people on that. Um, So I always offer like, I don't know, like if you're in Melbourne, like I'll send you to my Chinese medicine doctor or something like that. Like just help in any way I can. I always respond. Yeah. Um, So, okay. Jumping back to some of the best ones to help. So we've sort of done liver. What about, um, Anything else? We've done lady parts. What else? We've done... Oh, you mentioned one that was good for skin. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what that was called. Susandra. And then there's tongue... Like, basically, all the liver herbs, because they're cleaning and helping your liver, you're going to see the residual effects in your skin. Um, Another really good one is Amla. No. Amla and Hishuwu are the other two herbs in Universal Glow that I blanked on at the beginning. Awesome. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Amla is, it's known as the beauty berry. Um, Um, That also is like a liver protector. Um, It's got heaps of antioxidants, vitamin C, amino acids. It's a really rejuvenating tonic. like a blood tonic it purifies your blood oh yeah are you gonna get that one in the tinctures no i haven't got that in a tincture but we'll see let's make one (laughs) i haven't got like i haven't got like a i've got a detox liver tincture just different herbs but yeah it'll they're all great all great for skin yeah yeah. amla like as an adaptogen is one of the best um it's also really it's also well known as a hair tonic to get like nice strong healthy hair helps hair growth the color more vibrant hair color um another good hair one is he as well for your skin and just overall anti-aging um that one's kind of like famous for um 
reversing grey hairs, preventing grey hairs, helping with um, preventing hair loss. Okay, cool. Um, Do you feel like there's anybody that shouldn't take adaptions or, like, can everybody take them? Do we have to stop taking them at certain times? Obviously, with pregnancy, you need to be really careful. Yeah, pregnancy, be careful. You, I just speak to, the, like, your doctor of choice about that. What It's all about also just what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say, wait, what was the question again? Um, is there anybody, should everybody, oh, taking, should everybody yeah. be taking adaptions and is there anyone that shouldn't take adaptions? So, yeah, it's kind of like a tricky thing. I would say definitely if someone, because a lot of, while all adaptogens lower stress and are about managing stress, there are some really stimulating ones and really calming ones. So if you're very, very stressed out, um, really like got severe chronic stress and fatigue, taking stimulating adaptogens like um, Panax ginseng is very stimulating. Um, That can kind of just enable you to kind of keep going a bit further and you will end up burning out basically so yeah there are that kind of like not dangers but if you're really stressed you shouldn't just be covering it with those kind of herbs or you know like coffee and other stimulants it's just all about you've got to figure out what it is in your life that's causing the stress to get to the root problem so I would say if you're really really stressed out try and stay away from stimulating herbs because you need to restore you need to sleep you need to like um nourish your nervous system more yes 100 percent. get back down yeah so it's like a combo of get the root problem and then use the herbs adaptogens mushrooms mm. or your body to get back to homeostasis as fast as possible yes and like combining them with like nervine herbs so they're more of the ones like that I have in like the sleep tincture, like valerian root and also like chamomile and just more of those gentle herbs that um, are better f- for relaxing your nervous system. They're probably better for extremely stressed out people as well, kind of just using adaptogens in conjunction with those herbs. Yeah, beautiful, amazing. Okay, let's do the next question. Um, somebody said, why don't I feel anything when I have the shroom teas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess it would depend on like a number of things. But I think the most important thing when you're taking herbs is to be consistent. Yeah. You have to kind of, um, you know, like reishi and like a lot of the other herbs, it's best taken in like small amounts over time and it has a cumulative effect in your body. So you kind of you need to take them regularly probably every day, not for like the rest of your life, but while you're dealing with this certain stress. Um so to be consistent would be the number one thing. Oh, awesome. I didn't know that. That's good to know. Yeah. Maybe because, yeah, may, and maybe you are taking it with like a stimulant or something that's if you're wanting to be less stressed, you shouldn't be having coffee because it's mm-hmm. going to just, you know. And again, if you haven't addressed the root cause, don't expect some mushrooms exactly. to fix it. Exactly. Um, yeah. You've got to look at what, yeah, is happening in your life. I can kind of work on that and take the mushrooms as well. I mean, like I've been taking reishi for like a few years now, like off and on and kind of like when I look back on it, like overall 
I feel a lot more grounded, a lot more centered now. But of course, I still go through times of stress. It's not blocking my stress response. Yeah, um, not making your annoying boss go away. Like a miracle drug or anything. Um, it's still going to happen. But overall, I'm more balanced. I I notice my moods are different. Like better mood, things like that. Energy. Awesome. Mm. Cool. And like, how long? How long should you wait until you will get a result? Like, how long? Mm-hmm. How long? Yeah. After you start taking them, can you expect to see results or feel results? Yeah. I'd say like a good like three to four weeks, like around a month or even more of like consistent use um, is when you'd really start to kind of notice some subtle differences. You know, it also, you kind of, you need to be in touch with your body and what's going on as well. Because if you're really, yeah, like out of touch and kind of out of control, you're not going to notice those small things. So yeah, that's what I would say. Beautiful. Um, okay. And um, we've talked about the best ways to take them. Okay. So water, um, tincture, can you, I really want to know this because this is how I fucking take them. Can, is it going to distort them if I take them in a cacao elixir? Like you've got this with you. I know like what I've got. I mean, yeah. I think yes, in a way it could be impacting it because there's, other herbs in here but it's not going to just block it like you're still going to get it I like I always have um the blends in a smoothie or I put it in porridge like in the morning like it's not just gonna completely cancel out the effects but I it's not gonna work as well I'd say but like also in saying that I pretty I hardly ever just put like a teaspoon in hot water and drink it like that I'll always make it in some sort of a drink or put it in a soup. So, um, that's a good idea. Put it in soup. Yeah. I put, um, like yeah, mushrooms in like my bowl of soup and like mix it together. I love that. One time I said to my cousin, I don't know what I said to her. And I was like, Oh yeah. I was saying to her, like one day I was like, come to Bondi and we can go have mushroom lattes. Mm. Something around that. No, 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 no. She was talking about her wedding to me mm-hmm. and like her skin. And I was like, oh my God, you've got to try. And then I was talking about your universal glow. I was like, you've got to get it. Like, you know, they're the best. Oh my God, my skin. I just feel like I've been glowing. And she was like, so what? They're mushrooms. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, how do I take them? And I'm like, just put them in a coffee. And she's like, mushrooms in your coffee. Like, yes. <laughs> she literally thought I meant like, like chopped oh, but like chopped butter right. mushrooms okay. <laughs> floating around in a coffee and then I was like what the fuck no like, so yeah so we are not talking about floating mushroom no um actually we didn't even really say mushrooms yeah. yeah we didn't even really say what is an adaptogen mm-hmm. what is a mushroom what is a herb mm-hmm. so okay so adaptogens is like could be can be a mushroom and a herb so adaptogens are just the herbs and mushrooms that have been found to, you know, help your body manage stress and restore your body back to its normal homeostasis. That's what is so actually to be cl- classified as an adaptogen, it must be like non-toxic and have um, like very limited side effects, like basically none. It has to be safe. It has to be a safe herb. It has to help your body's, um, increase your body's resistance to stress and it has to have a normalizing effect on your body 
um, meaning that when you do get stressed, it can bring you back into balance. So though that's how like a mushroom or a herb or a root is classified as an adaptogen. Mushrooms are fungi. They're not herbs. They're not plants. Like they're their own species. And then herbs are herbs, roots, like, you know, they're plants. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And is... Is there a major difference between the benefits or the effects of them? Obviously, so we know adaptogens, they help your body adapt to stress, like the word suggests. Yeah. And then mushrooms, are they generally grounding? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're all kind of different and individual in themselves. Like there's okay. so many mushrooms. There's like thousands of different mushrooms. Quickly, listen, but, Lisa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm tired. No. Um, so mushrooms, I don't know. Definitely if you want a grounding mushroom, reishi is the best. Yeah. Cordyceps, that's a mushroom. That's great for like endurance, energy. That would be like a good coffee replacement mushroom to have in the morning instead of your coffee. Oh. Um, chaga what mushroom. You want to make like a million different elixirs now with different. Yeah. <laughs> I want some reishi, some grounding. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, there's so many, it's so hard to choose. Like, I'm like, I just want more. What's so, that book that yeah, you like, recommend that I like every... Sorry? What's that book the that you also one? recommended sure. to me that I oh, the book? also bought? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I can open up right now because it's a really good book. I can't remember. And um, it goes through, like, I haven't read the whole thing, but it's just like a Bible of adaptogens and it goes through all of them. Oh, like, so you can, uh, oh, it's really yes. cool. Adaptogens, herbs it's for strength, stamina, and strength. Yeah. That's it. David Winston. Boom. Yeah. There you go. Yes. If you're, yeah, if anyone's interested in learning more about adaptogens in detail, get that book. It's amazing. And it explains everything really clearly. Um, it's kind of easy to understand. Obviously, it has its scientific sections, but it's really good. Amazing. Um, is there anything else that we should know about adaptogens, mushrooms, all that jazz? Um, anything else you listeners want to know? We've covered a lot. We've covered a lot. Um, what would they be? I don't know. I'm like blanking. I feel like we've covered a lot. We've covered a lot of different herbs. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah, everyone I think go back, re-listen with a notepad and write down the herbs names that we mentioned. Yes. And yeah. then do some research, buy some stuff. So I'm going to link yeah. your um, website in the description. Mm-hmm. And then what was the little discount you were going to give everybody? What was the, the code? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, if you use on the website F-A-F, Oh, yeah, because feminine is fun. That's right. 15% off. 15% yeah. off. F-A-F for feminine is Love it. Love yes. it, love it, love it. And by the time <laughs> this is out, your tinctures will will be out. So, it's, wait, okay, last question. If someone is like, yeah, all the grounding or like the, the um, like the powders. powders, thank you, tincture or powder mm. for like a first timer or something like that, let's just say for stress, because everyone's fucking stressed. Let's say for stress. Yeah. What one is better? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they both work well. It depends on 
kind of fitting it into your life. So tinctures are really easy. You can carry them around in your bag. You only need a small amount of them. So you can just literally drop it in water, drink it, or even drop it on your tongue. So that's very easy to use. Powders are more if you really like experimenting with elixirs and different drinks and stuff like it's kind of more fun in that sense. Um, So, yeah, tinctures are very easy to use. So probably if you're not familiar with um, herbs and adaptogens and incorporating them into your life, tinctures would be the first place probably to go just because they're so easy. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you so much, Lisa, for your time and for offering us all the advice. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and learned a few things about adaptogens, ladies, and we will definitely be doing more of them in the near future, but there are just so many delicious things I want to talk about, uh, about the feminine and masculine and periods and wombs and just all of the good stuff that I talk about on a day-to-day basis. So please, if you haven't already, I'd be really, really grateful if you can leave a review. We have over a hundred reviews, which just makes my heart burst. Um, It's helping a lot of women find me and then be able to discover what it really means to be in their feminine and it's just incredible how so many of you have sent me messages saying that my podcast has literally changed your life and you haven't even worked with me in the flesh or online yet which just makes me so happy so if you haven't left a review this is your chance to be a shining light for everybody else to help the collective healing and also help mother earth because as we all become more conscious and more in our feminine it also means that we have more of a connection to nature so we respect mother earth which is really important for the healing of our planet right now. So if you could leave a review, I would be eternally grateful. Um, You can even post it on your Instagram story and then I will share it and I will personally send you a voice message saying thank you. Um, I reply to all of my Instagram messages because I love connecting with you guys. You know, it's really important for me to be connecting with you. Um, Also, if you, I'm going to put on my Instagram story um, about some topics that you guys definitely want me to discuss in New York. So if there are things you definitely want to be doing healing on, make sure that you send them to me, um, via an email. Um, if you've missed the box on the Instagram story, otherwise I'll forget. So please send the email to manager at monarchyates.com.au with the title of topic for New York city event. And we will compile that into the list so I can make sure that I cover every single thing that you guys want to cover. Um, I cannot wait to meet you there. I cannot wait to see your tickets come through. We're also going to run a big Zoom call probably um, towards the end of October with everyone that's bought their tickets just so we can all meet each other so you can meet me so I can meet all of you guys so that you feel really comfortable coming into the event space. So make sure that you keep checking your events, uh, checking your emails once you've bought the ticket so you don't miss out on that Zoom call because that'll be a really beautiful way to connect with the women before you even come to the event. All right, have a lovely day. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. 
I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 